Twisted Chamber is explicit and contains details of a graphic nature. Mates, welcome to Twisted Chamber. I'm Natasha. I'm Gap. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, guys. We just spent the last 10 minutes laughing about stupid things, and then now I'm going to have the giggles for ages. Yeah. I feel like it's coming. Well, you know, it's, it's okay. It's needed sometimes. It is. In our stressful lives. <laughs> it is. How's your week been? Crazy. It's been crazy. Doc got spayed. So I've been extremely busy and she's been super needy. She, she had an operation. I know. I know she oh, did. Um, but yeah, so I've been extremely uh, busy. What about you, buddy? I've been house sitting. You have. I have. In a spook. In a spook. I feel like it was spooky. There was definitely orbs in the kitchen. She has a camera downstairs so you can like watch the dogs. And I definitely saw orbs. I doubt it. I know that you won't believe me. No. But there was one with a trail. Like the Donnie Darko trail? Yeah. Exactly (laughs) like the Donnie Darko trail. Like Perfect. It was in one spot and then it kind of moved up and down and then shot off. And it had like a after it. Did it make that noise as well? In my head it did. In my head it most definitely made that noise. Okay. Yeah. Was it so quick? Yeah. like a... (laughs) That's the sound of a magical trail. Mag- a magical orb trail. Exactly that. That's okay. the sound it makes. So if anyone ever sees one, that's the sound it makes. Yeah. Remember? Officially. <laughs> Officially. Yes. Oh, crap. Sorry. Well, you brought me tea today, didn't tea. you? From oh. that tea too company. <laughs> I know. You posted a picture on our Instagram page, I did. didn't you? It's because I'm sad that they're closing. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but this one's nice. It's the sticky date tea like sticky toffee pudding flavored mm. so good nice. yeah yeah we we do love our tea mm-hmm. if anyone I think knows, we, might. we do have a problem but if anyone knows of a tea company that sells loose tea flavored i got apple crumble flavor i got brulee <laughs> flavor i got chocolate chip flavored tea how amazing does it actually taste like a chocolate chip it's chai chocolate chip tea so i don't even know but next week oh, i'll bring it tea. oh yeah and let's have, have a let's have a tea taste yeah <laughs> tea hi welcome let's just have our little tea testing here yeah. i should get a little pot right let's oh, decorate <laughs> we can have like a tea party one day oh my get some sandwiches and stuff yeah let's do it I'm really hungry yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh well i have uh a fun little topic today. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and I have something uh, to put on. Yes. So uh, <laughs> so that you can guess okay. what this is today. What we're going to be talking about. <laughs> what we're going to be talking about. How you can so gross- explain to everyone what I put on my head. You everyone have. Oh, yes. Thing. Sorry. I didn't think that. Yeah. So all the listeners out there, Kat has just placed a foil cone shaped hat on her head with a kind of a point it looks a bit like a uh, pyramid uh fashioning for those on youtube that can see it if you're not on youtube yeah. i recommend 
having a look. Well, do you guess? Are we roasting a human? Hey, look. No, maybe. Maybe they do. No, we're talking about UFOs today. Excellent. So I thought we could protect ourselves. Put your protection on. I also have a protection hat, apparently. Yeah. And hi. Right. Yeah. You know what? Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Okay. Okay. Sometimes we need to do these things, right? Yes. You know, there's crosses for demons. <laughs> take and metal tin things for aliens. aliens. They, could, they could be listening to us telling their deepest secrets, so we're not going to get kidnapped. Well, you know what? I'm just going to put this foil on my head. I have uh, a colander. You know, they know it's here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for this life. They know. Yeah. Right. I'm ready. Yeah, it is just funny, isn't it? It is. It is. Oh, if anyone's seen signs, well, then you know what I'm what I'm doing. Oh, mine might fall. Okay, which is why I'm taking it off for safety. Oh, are you taking it off for safety? For safety reasons. Okay. Right. Well, if if it's gonna fall off my head. If anyone's watching or listening and all of a sudden you hear a that's because we've just been kidnapped. Oh, is that the sound that's of the, kidnapping? That's the official sound of kidnapping. Gone. So uh, let's get into this okay. little story, shall we? Perfect. Did you know that Scotland alone in the fort, if I pronounce anything wrong, I apologize, okay. in Falkirk Triangle has had over 300 hundred reports of UFO sightings. You've got Bonnie Bridge, A70 Road between Edinburgh and Array, uh, Gore Bridge, West Lothian and anywhere from Fife to Sterling. So what we'll do is we'll get some pictures yeah, uh, and we'll post them later around Scotland and so that I can show you guys where exactly it is that on is. the map. The first reported sighting was in 1767. A weird incident in Porthshire was reported in the annual register. It described a pyramid-shaped object hovering over the river uh, Erichd, that moved with, so this is a quote, sorry, okay. that moved with a great speed and disappeared a little over Blair Will. <laughs> These names. I feel like, I feel like, you know, when you put like a tape on backwards. Oh, yes. I feel like I say it in that way. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, a trail of destruction was left behind. A house and bridge were partly destroyed. Oh, wow. Oh. The area of Porth or Perthshire is said to be another hotspot for UFO sightings. In 1990, there was a report made about farmland being destroyed. After further investigating, they concluded that it was a crop circle. It was the first ever crop circle ever reported. Oh, in 1990. Oh, I love that. Mm. In uh, 1984, in April, a couple from Blair Wyrie, mm -hmm. okay, Sid and Glenn Freeman experienced many unsettling encounters of UFOs hovering over their back garden. What? One time they witnessed. 12 men surrounding their home, all dressed in black. That, right. You have I, to laugh, right? Because, that was just, come on. Is that 
that would just can you imagine opening your windows and seeing black figures circling your house i'd lose my mind i don't know whether that'd be something where's my gun and where is my negan bat because now i feel like i need to protect myself but not only that is it something like is it aliens or is it something else like something evil like, like what though i don't know if they're seeing ufos hovering over their back garden dude doesn't that strike you as like slightly uh what's the word aggressive well aggressive how we're gonna we're gonna gonna hover for a bit and then we're gonna send our team of men dressed in black to surround your house i don't even know okay i don't even know i feel like it's i'm scared of both angles okay uh sometimes uh sorry let's get back to it Mm -hmm. sometimes between 1980 or 1990 a young girl 10 years old, was walking through woods in Mangalil, (laughs) Perthshire, and came across small blue-like beings. She claimed she she was beamed up into a spacecraft where the beings looked at her and then beamed her back down. It said she had been gone for hours and her family... We're searching for her. So they were searching for this girl. Couldn't find her. And she dead. This is what she said happened to her. Right. But, I, you know, hey, I don't know. Kids, kids, kids say the darnest things, right? They, they do. do. Is that a bit too descriptive? Would a kid, I suppose, imagination. I was pretty sure as a kid, I would have imagined mm. something like that with my imagination. Yeah. That would have been a thing. It is an imagination thing, though, yeah. isn't it? Yes. But let's talk about the most famous encounter. Okay. On November 9th, 1979, Robert Taylor was doing his job looking after forest lands, so landscaping, mm. in Detchmont Law in Livingston when he looked up between the woodlands, clearing to see a huge flying dome. Wow. As he walked to the opening to get a better look to see what it actually was, two spheres, each around about three feet wide with metal spikes like a sea mine, mm. dropped down and raced, and he raced towards home. Oh, wow. Taylor claimed he experienced a pungent smell like burning bricks and then the sensation of being dragged. Oh. He lost consciousness when he finally came back around. He had the worst headache, felt very out of place, and noticed the flying objects had gone. He couldn't talk or walk for a while. That is insane. That's quite scary. What do you mean you couldn't walk or talk for a while after seeing something like that? Well, that would definitely be some PTSD kind of – that would be awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What happened? Like, did they, like... He managed to get back to his van, but it wouldn't start, which was very unusual, as there was petrol and oil, so he walked home. His wife was shocked by his disorientated appearance. She called the police and a doctor. His trousers were ripped in a particular strange fashion, and there were cuts, grazes on his legs and chin. Wow. Okay. Police who accompanied Taylor back to the site found 
ladder shaped marks in the, in the soil where the craft was said to have hovered. Later, he suffered different kinds of medical issues after this incident, like seizures, a mini stroke, and hallucinations. He was definitely probed. Oh, my God. He uh, was so probed. They touched him. They touched him. <laughs> he was probed. Right? Yeah. It, could you imagine, like, being at home, mm. outside looking and seeing this massive thing hovering and then having horrible problems mm. after Afterwards. all of this? Yeah. You know, you're going to not be well for a really mm. long time. Taylor always dismissed this. In 2007, he sadly passed away. He never gained or sought publicity or financial gain and always stood by every word. The case today remains unique in British history as the only example of UFO sightings becoming the subject of a criminal investigation. Wow, okay. Mm. The phenomenon includes Bonnie Bridge and Chameleon in scotland it began in or it began to get attention in 1992 there had been 300 plus claims and sightings and experiences in a year wow that's quite that's That's a lot that is uh it's a big number if loads of people are seeing it and you're getting constant claims of Mm. it throughout the year Mm. yes that is um it's unique yes isn't it One day, a family were out on an evening walk on March of 1992. They witnessed a basketball-sized blue light hovering on a back road from Holligan to Bonnie Bridge. They claimed to have heard a door opening and a low-toned growl. Uh. Howl. Like this, like... Someone howling gra- like this horrible noise. What? A, na- or a man named Barry McDonald was out one evening in October 1996, which, you know, he was minding his own business when suddenly he looked up to see a UFO he described as big, black, and cigar-shaped. So there's different shapes, different though, shapes. right? Different shapes and different looking. So we have a blue one, then we've got mm. one that growled, and then we've got men dressed in black. Yeah. So he said it was a bright light crisscrossed by stripes of different colors. They then said he saw what would become the now classic UFO look, white disc, flying saucer. Oh. Okay, because that's what we... Remember it being right in every film film and yeah, everything's the same. Mm. He became a very well-known individual as he was the one who captured that video of an orange oval light in the skies above Falkirk. It went, uh, it went virtual and still can't be debunked to this day. Oh, Yes. So no one, so people have watched it and nobody can no one can debunk it. Oh, interesting. And I'm wondering if we can try to find it. I'm going to try and find it. Yeah. That's gonna be my little mission then. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna be on YouTube somewhere. 
It has to be. Everything's on YouTube. Everything. We're on YouTube. (laughs) One theory by UFOologist. You know what? Could you imagine, right? You go out on a date with some guy or whatever, Mm. right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a UFOologist. (laughs) What do you say? I would have so many questions. Like so many questions. That's a, like, what do you know that I don't know? Exactly that. Is what I want to know. Definitely wouldn't have a second date because they'd be like, she's just got too much stuff to ask. Like it's no (laughs) longer a date. No, uh, because you're going to be like, did you find one? Mm. Did you find one? What exactly, what exactly does your job entail? What do you do? Like, because there's been no proof, no, like, or is there physical mm, proof? This is it. I. What mm. does the government know that I don't know? <laughs> the government knows. Look at me and my conspiracy theories. Area 51. You know what? Area 51? Hey, maybe it's real. Who knows? I think it is. Knows. It is Area 51, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, it is, yeah, it has to be. It's Area 51. No, it's Area Area 51. Yeah, 51. So this, uh, so the theory by ufologists Mm -hmm. is that Fulkirk Triangle could contain a window into another dimension. Yes. (laughs) Other worlds, possibly past or future. Stop it. Imagine. I just can't, opening it and then... I don't even know. Maybe there's a special key. If you turn it to the left, it takes you back. You turn it to the right, it takes you forward. You push it in a bit. You can so see. a time machine, like bro. Machine. That's exactly it. It would be if it's a door like that, like a time machine. Come on, Fulter, let's go. Let's go uh, I'm down to go to my past. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Traveling along the A70 is very pleasing. It has a lot of beautiful scenery. But to know what happened in 1992 on August 17th would make you rethink that. Oh, dear. Near Happering Reservoir in West Lothian, Gary Wood and Colin Wright were driving along the A70 at 8 p.m. when they saw a two-tiered disc shaped object was above the road ahead. Wood put his foot down on the accelerator as they passed underneath. It had opened a white light surrounding the car like a white curtain. They reportedly said being temporarily in a black void for 15 seconds, the car began to shake and appeared on the wrong side of the road. According to the details of the season or sessions, Wood told to the media the next thing he remembered he was standing outside the car. However, he wasn't sure where exactly he was standing. Oh. Everything around him was completely dark with not even the slightest suggestion of light anywhere. Wow. He couldn't see where the car was and he couldn't locate his friend Colin. He was around this time that he, it was around this time that he began to uh, suspect, sorry, (laughs) suspect he might have died. Okay. Uh, So this is where I'm like, uh, what do you mean? You might've died, bro. What do you mean? So (laughs) he, so he, where, so he couldn't see where the car was 
and he couldn't locate his friend Colin. He was around this time. It was around this time that he began to suspect that he might have died because the situation he's in is so oh, is so weird. Just, yes. Several okay. seconds after this thought entered his mind, he would seemingly black out once more. What? Okay. The next he knew, he was back inside the car, which was moving erratically all over the road. He could hear Colin screaming at him to watch the road and control the car, despite his mind still coming to terms with where he was. And what had happened would manage to bring the car to a halt. After sitting in silence for a few minutes, both men would look at each other. They could tell by the look that they both had experienced the same bizarre encounter that they had no idea what had happened they were kidnapped and they had no idea how were they kidnapped no this is like 15 seconds beam me up scotty <laughs> yeah like the speed of it yeah well we which makes no sense but we don't know what power these people these aliens or ufo things have it could literally be that quick Oh my God. But you could be up there. For, yeah. It could be that thing where you could disappear from here for two seconds, but you're up there for years. Well, this is what's so weird, mm. you guys. This is blowing my mind, right? Because again, if you watch that Brian Cox. Love him. Okay. He talks about different dimensions, mm -hmm. right? Going to like the past and the future and being able to do that through a like a wormhole. Oh my God. Yeah. So why that so why that. in this triangle have they said that this is a like a I don't know, a Donnie Darko tube? This is it. This could they could have it's been Donnie Darko tube. <laughs> they could have been driving along that tube without even realizing it. Somebody could have opened it. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. Amazing. It, it the the thought of it. I think right? It's amazing. Do you though? Yeah, I do. I don't know if I would be extremely happy with that experience personally. I think I think it would be weird, but I think that also it would it would answer questions, but then give you a thousand times more questions. I have to go straight to the nearest hospital <laughs> and book myself in because it would be so weird for me to think I just... that that happened. That mean we're definitely not alone in this Right, universe. you would think that you had a seizure on the road. That's what I would think. I wouldn't think that I saw a UFO. I would think that I had a seizure and I would go straight to the hospital. Or like him, I would have thought I would have died. Like, well, yeah, experience. exactly. That's what I would have thought. Terrifying. Yeah. Once they arrived at Tara Pex, Wood noticed something odd. He didn't buckle himself in on the second part of his journey. He didn't wear his seatbelt, which was very odd as he remembers putting it on when setting off earlier that evening. They uploaded the or unloaded the car and knocked on the door. No one answered. So Wood knocked again. Then a friend opened the window above looking tired and confused asking why they were knocking at a stupid, like stupid o'clock. They were expected to arrive around 10 40 PM, but the pair were informed 
that it had gone past 1 a.m. Somehow the pair had lost around two hours of their time. They were definitely taken. Two hours. They were definitely taken. See ya. Yep. They drove through. They were definitely taken. Come on. They were taken. Oh, terrifying. (laughs) From then on, they would experience tiredness and intense nightmares. Wood started suffering from severe headaches, which would lead him to visiting his doctor. But after examination, they were there was nothing to be found wrong with him. So he was fine. Both men didn't report this to the police, but they did report to the British UFO Research Association. Oh, we have one. I had no idea. I didn't know that we had one either. There you go. That's where these UFOlogists work. (laughs) That's where they could work. Later, under hypnosis, both men recalled an alien abduction and being subjected to a medical-type examination. They were probed. Oh, my God. They were probed. I hate the doctor at the best of times, okay? I hate it. Do you imagine an alien doctor with, like, 20 fingers? I'd be like, right, sorry. I got to (laughs) go. Sorry. Wrong wrong place, wrong time. At least you'll, like, kind of put out while they do it. It sounds like people Delirious. Then, but what are they doing? Probing. Taking yeah, but for what? DNA, probably. We like their monkeys. You know what I sometimes think? Because I sometimes think that, so someone once described that the earth has been, so if you look at a, a clock from 12 till 12, yeah. planet earth has been around for one second of that 12. So if the universe is represented by the whole 12 hours, we've been here for one second of that 12 hours. So there are other things out there that are older than us with more technology. So who knows? They probably just stick a probe thing in the side of our brain and they get all the information they need and then they fly off because they realize that we are awful. Planet is awful. We're awful. We've ruined it. Maybe we're like in the real Harry Potter, right? And Voldemort just comes down and goes, oh. You know, I would love Harry Potter to be a real, I mean, but not an alien. I'd, I don't want to see an alien. Thank you so much. No. I'm good. Both of them, the full details would emerge. It would appear that the car entered a strange curtain of light and then the vehicle came to a stop. So they're, you know, repeating this experience again under hypnosis. Yeah. Okay. Because if you were under hypnosis, if that works for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that because it does not work for me. Oh, I've never tried. You know, I, I don't mind putting on like a deep sleep meditation at night. Yeah. If you guys are suffering from bad sleep or whatever mm. on Spotify. There's loads of stuff like mm. deep sleep. They, it nice music. Mm. It just sends you off. Right. Mm. But I have never been able to be hypnotized because I don't know if my brain just goes, oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. You. I just know you that before you even sat down with the hypnotherapist, <laughs> exactly that. You're gonna I trust you. You're gonna definitely be non just not they're not gonna be able to hypnotize you because you're gonna be so skeptical of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> night night. <laughs> 
give you all the sleep yeah just i want to believe so much yeah right i need to find my place now um we can lose those so several small humanoids would approach the car three on each side and then the doors suddenly open According to Colin, Gary Wood was placed on a stretcher-like table and moved through the air without anyone or anything touching it. I love it. Floating through the air. Sounds like something out of a movie. I love it. Floating. Why wouldn't why wouldn't they? Of course they would have floating things. Oh my god. Of course they would. Colin recalled walking along a strange ramp that went into the craft. Once he entered inside, he was in a room lit by dazzling lights. One of a strange creature or one of the strange creatures leading him somewhere down a circular corridor. It was there that Colin's memory began to appear to him in jumps as if he too blacked out at some point. Okay. The next thing he remembered was a featureless room strange curved walls that was a chair in the center and it felt alive organic it felt like an organic feel his memory jumps again forward to seeing himself naked and sitting in the chair in the middle of the room while some strange examination was taking place over his body he got an alien lap dance (gasps) he got an alien lap dance (laughs) He would look up at the ceiling, exclaiming it was seeping through from somewhere beyond translucent. So it he could like see oh through, through. it was it was like translucent when wow. he looked up through the oh, ceiling. Okay. Again, stop it. That's like why not? Make it stop. If this is true and not a load of shite, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Terrifying for you, sir. I do apologize. Very terrifying, but also amazing that you got to see it. No, I think you. I think you'd be pretty fucked up after that happened to you. You so. would be fucked in the head. I feel like I need to wear my hat now. You know what? If you want to put that on and then drop it in a minute, because you're so clumsy. <laughs> Uh, his memory jumped again. He remembers, uh, seeing, seeing through a container slim, similar to glass or perspex, you know, like Perspects. that plastic yeah. see-through stuff. He started more containers around him, each of which contained people. All of them were naked too. Uh. Oh, Wow. And a strange dry ice fog appeared, making its way through the room. He looked around the room again and noticed the humanoid figures again, that it was when he realized that three of them were walking in his direction. As that was happening, the container started to like freeze up, meaning he couldn't see through any longer. Oh, he began to panic. No, duh. <laughs> Absolute panic now. Like, I would, yeah, panic. Fucking panic. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I would crap myself. Like, what do you do? Where the fuck is this guy? 
<laughs> you know, where the hell is this guy? As that was happening, the container started to freeze up, meaning he couldn't see through any longer. He began to panic. He almost broke down in tears. As soon as this feeling hit him, the freezing in the container started to fade away. A strange device went in <laughs> into motion a short distance away and then approached the container. There were two glowing red lights on the device, which moved up and down, scanning him. Oh, uh, yeah. They have all the toys, these oh, aliens. Oh, my gosh. Which they do. Let's just scan you, bro. Like, <laughs> they're getting DNA. They're getting bone structure. Oh, my they're God. Getting they're getting you all. They're, like, we are testers. They are. Like, they're we're like weapon. lab rats, aren't we? Yeah, that's exactly it. Gary Woods... Recoll or his recollections would prove that Colin Wrights were very much alike. Oh, I see. So, so both under hypnosis, they are telling the exact same story. It's true. He found himself in an almost identical circular room, although a chair he he would find himself laid flat on a table in which the room he couldn't move, even though there was nothing physical holding him down. Mm. He was unable to sit up. Above him was a lens-like device moving around the room, twisting and turning with a weird whooshing sound. <laughs> Here we go with the sounds, everyone. Oh, man. That was funny because I even laughed. <laughs> When you said that, I don't want to say anything. I knew it. I knew it. Knew. I already know. As the device moved into position above him, a long, thin, translucent arm stretched outward directly over his chest mm. without warning. Mm -hmm. It dropped downwards, landing near his shoulder. This appeared to cause great pain to Gary. Okay. So now he's feeling pain. Mm. So much so that it actually made him come out of his hypnotic state during the session. Oh, okay. So he felt that pain. So they that's the probe. It's in his shoulder. Yeah. But what are they getting out of his, his yeah. shoulder, right? Every information. Oh, yeah, information for what? For them to build something to come here and be like, this is ours. It's crazy. We're going to take the planet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He would recall further details like Colin, some of which are random and appeared to have gaps missing between them. He would further recall that the entity appeared very similar to a gray alien, but one of that was emaciated. It's, so its skin appeared brutally stretched around. Ugh. Oh, anything mm -hmm. like skin. Oh, my God. I can't cope. Okay. Mm -mm. Its skin appeared brutally stretched around its thin skeletal frame with the rib area looking particularly discolored and bruised. He didn't understand how, but he would ask this figure telepathically, why are you doing this? To which the figure responded, sanctuary we are here already and we are coming here. 
what? So responded to you. (laughs) We are, what does it say again? We are, we, right. Let's read this again, you guys. Sanctuary. We are here already and we are coming here. We are here already. Already. They're already here. And then they're sending, this is why they, this is why someone's been down here making the portals for their fellowships to be able to come down and connect. I wonder if they're sick, like War of the Worlds. No, I think we're. I think we'll give them a cold and then they'll go, here, you can have COVID. You can have that. They can definitely go away. Have COVID. Yeah. Uh, right. This apparent two-way telepathic conversation would continue. It would state, for example, that we also have concerns and needs. Maybe most in uh, intriguingly and disturbing, in equal measure, is the asser as sorry. I have asserization. Oh, I can't say that word. Anyways. That human beings in many ways are more advanced, but you have been capped. Oh, interesting. You have been capped. So we, this is as much as we can go. We can't go further than this. Yeah. What does that mean? Destruction or? Like, oh, you guys are done. Oh. You've ruined the planet enough. Which is true. That's so true. (laughs) After the examinations, the two guys woke up. There was no explanation as to how they got back to the car. They just blacked out again and awoke in the car. There are many more things that are said during these hypnotic or hypnotherapy sessions. But unfortunately, not all has been revealed or spoken about. Okay. What Colin and Gary remembered to have spoken about is definitely up there as the most famous UFO abduction in the UK. Yes. It has to be. It has to be. That's That has to be. It has to be the worst story ever. Yeah. Especially because they're both hypnotized different times and spoke about the same thing that they experienced. Yeah. And even in the Similar car. stories. There's evidence in in yeah. the car that it it was all mm. over the road mm. all of a sudden it's true oh my god so, so do you think it's real yeah i do do you really think it's real i do think because now so this story because now these beautiful ufo stories are are done with now uh we had our little fan uh write in the story so thank you so much d yes d d from pearl collective if everyone anyone needs any piercings she's uh great so she's uh, amazing you can hit her up at pearl collective but yeah. thanks for that d thank you so much those stories were amazing though right yeah, yeah. like I, those are some fun ufo stories see, i look at the universe like a beach So this is my analogy for the universe. I look at the universe like a beach and each one of those grains of sand is a planet and how ignorant we are to think that we are the only planet that has life on it. Yeah. But my thing is, what does that other life look like? You know, are there green people? You know, whenever you see an alien movie, it's always a green person. (laughs) Green or gray or gray, like ET. Yeah, like what happens oh, if they I love ET? <laughs> I love him. He's so cute. 
He's very cute. But what happens if they're not? What happens if they're like men dressed in black? And if they are here, you wouldn't even know who they were because they would then look like us. Yeah, but what if the UFOologists work for the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's their department. Maybe that's the department that they're, they're in, department they're right? In. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. Area 51. Like men in black. Yeah. How do we know that Area 51 isn't the men in black headquarters? Maybe it's just the alien airport maybe that's where they come in if it's the alien airport please can we go oh my god i'm never gonna go there ever in my life would i ever go to area 50 well no because they're a bit shooty aren't they if you go there well they guard it yeah which is which is which freaks me out even more a whole other level of disturbing because what are you hiding what are you hiding that you need armed gates sir yeah can you fly over it? No. I wonder if you can fly I over it. I don't even think you can fly over it. Well, you can obviously fly over it if you're going on, I don't know, they can't, well, I don't know, actually, maybe they do have a different air travel path, but you can't fly, I suppose, if you're 30,000 feet in the air, you're not going to see anything anyway, hmm. unless you, there's like, I don't know. Well, there's a ship, sir, apparently trans- translucent. Yeah, well. Like, what the fuck of course is that? I'm going to sneeze. Actually, gonna sneeze. I'm really Don't. sorry. Oh, bless you. Bless you again. Always three and four. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is that apologize. not today? I don't know if it's dark. 100% not um, today. I apologize. That little outbreak. But yeah, they're translucent. Yeah, but then if, but then if you think about us, right, the minute we've just sent James Webb. James Webb telescope up into space. Yeah. And it's just coming back with all of these photos. The photos the are photos. so cool. They're so amazing. All of the planets that we're seeing, but we've only just done it. Mm. We have been here for thousands and thousands of years, and we've only just done that. Okay. I know. So if space aliens can travel across space, of course their ship's going to be translucent. Of course they're going to be able to scan you with things. They're going to be that advanced, so advanced. I w- so I wonder if they are here, like what he said. Could you imagine hearing that and going, oh, my God, everything that you know and everything that you ever believed in ever in your life is absolute bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't be surprised if they were here. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. You know, it's not like we've got a massive net around planet Earth that's catching things that come in. Yeah. Like we have meteors that crash to Earth all the time. I know. I would love to have a meteor rock. Oh, me too. I really love rocks. I know that you do. I like a rock too. I like yeah. and a shell. Okay. Oh, I love a shell. Yeah. I know. I, I took shells from Hawaii. I know. You gave me. Judge me. <laughs> Don't judge me. Okay, they were not cursed. They are okay. They were on the beach. It's fine. They were free. Yeah. But no, de- like they definitely are here. Well, say definitely. They they are. Mm. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. Although I don't know why they would stay. You know, look, maybe they like the woods as much as I do. <laughs> maybe they like to go on walks. Maybe they do. in the nature. Beaches, or maybe they like it in Cornwall, right? Yeah, but you know, I they love it in Scotland, apparently. Apparently, Scotland's the place to be, but then of course, why not? 
it's lovely to walk around scotland i have never i've never been okay i've never been but i've seen how beautiful it is pictures yeah seen in pictures yeah picturesque but (laughs) yeah cold yeah freezing but then i also imagine what their planets could be like i mean if they've got that translucent technology can you imagine where they're living oh my gosh some could you imagine an alien home (laughs) how clean i've been watching a lot of like home makeovers on netflix lately okay and i have been so judgmental towards myself but oh my gosh could you imagine hey everyone welcome to ufoologist home (laughs) this is this is derek this is Derek. He's my he's my gray friend. He's my gray slightly green and gray. Slightly green. With his ribs showing. With massive black eyes. Yeah. Little teeny tiny eyes. Oh the big old eyes. Long fingers. Oh gross. Petrified. How you could never trust anyone with long fingers, okay? (laughs) Sorry for anyone out there that has long fingers. (laughs) And I'll trust you. Period. Do not trust you if you have long fingers. That's weird. Okay. I don't so, care. I don't know what the definition is. And long toes. Of- I do not trust you. <laughs> no, I don't think I have long toes. No. No, but long fingers are supposed to be able to play the piano. What, you're talking abnormally long or just... No, abnormally long. Okay. Not, not a beautiful person that can play a piano. Okay. You I, know? I don't think I've ever seen an abnormally long human finger. Have you? Yes, I have. You must send me a picture. I've never seen it. Oh, I have a picture of it. Okay. It just happened There's to me once. There's bound to be one on It just happened to me once. Somebody had long fingers. Yeah. When I was working at the mall once. And so they went to pay for their shoes and they just had long fingers. Were they all like, with their hand, they put their finger in their bag. But that's such a weird... <laughs> I was like, I don't trust you. <laughs> they didn't even have to move their hand or their arm to grab their hands. It, was just it just kind of like floated away. <laughs> Maybe that was the alien. That was the alien. Maybe that's the gray person. That's the gray. But she person. was not gray. She was an actual human. Maybe it's a bit like Men in Black when they have the skin. Oh, gross! Do you remember that guy with the can of beer that was the he was oh, the, the roach the guy? Roach guy. Oh, there's nothing more disgusting. Anything. Yeah, maybe. That guy was so... He was very gross. Didn't he have a weird cough as well? Oh, he had a weird cough and he had like shit all over his face. He did. It was just so gross. And then when he walked, he was just all slimy. And it was like that cracky noise. I cannot do that. That just reminds me of just scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, It makes me... Yeah. It's like, you know, when people suffer with sounds... Um, yeah that sound please no no like i can't go to a chiropractor no don't please please don't touch me <laughs> please don't touch me i don't want to hear noises coming yeah. out of my body more than i have to right because hey we're all old okay we are, we are. i already have cracks and like things going on right i could record my own <laughs> i don't want to go and pay to hear it right if i ever need that for an episode we're gonna have to record it for what yeah. i yeah that's how it's gonna be done i don't want to hear it Nasty. okay well i think that this was very good 
Mm. And I'm definitely a believer that this is all true. I know you hate that. I hate it. Because you've not seen it. I don't want to, I don't want to see it either. Yeah, well, this is it. Then you're never going to have that um, evidence. If this has happened to this person, I, you know, Uh hey, great. You now can believe in that. Right? I can't. Because I wouldn't be able to go throughout my day going, yep, there's aliens up there and they have a translucent ship. So when I go for a walk, they're going to be watching me. Mm, Okay. mm. I'm going to freak out and think someone is watching me every two minutes. Yeah. Well, just think about that. I just don't want that life. Why are you hugging a tree? I have that life anyway. (laughs) I'm a nightmare. I am a nightmare. No, I do. I do think that this is a believable yeah you guys will have to let us know what you guys think if you think these stories are real or they took a really bad lsd trip (laughs) they yeah there was was and they were tripping out you know people do and what is it and not oh i can't remember magic dmt oh dmt yes see yeah and they have these little episodes yeah right see things Maybe there was something in the car that made their brain funny. (laughs) Maybe they were having a little party on the way to their journey. Maybe they were. Or not. Because then, but then why would the hypnosis come back with that much of a detailed story if that was what? Why would their stories be exactly the same? Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you're tripping, you're having different trips because your brain's brain chemistry is different. So if you trip in, it's different trips not the same definitely not with the same detail no not like that not like that no definitely not it's yeah, insane no. yeah. it's insane well if you thanks, have d yeah thanks d for that thank that's a thinker <laughs> but if you if you have a ufo story or you yeah. know of a ufo story or you've experienced one have you been abducted <laughs> oh my god please write us text me <laughs> we want to know the ins and outs uh, yahoo no it's not that it's twisted chamber it, at right. yahoo.com that's right yeah right email us email us let us know yeah. inbox us yeah in on instagram twisted chamber get in our dms yeah. you know hey let send us, us send us some stuff yeah exactly right that. yes exactly that i just want to say that every wow in this episode has been sponsored by tom <laughs> thanks for that uh just so that you know shout out tom hey uh, Wow. <laughs> we love it. We're we going to have t-shirts and everything. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> oh, dear. Yep. So. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to that story. Absolutely. And stopping, stopping in. <laughs> we will let you go now, but next time you might not be so lucky. See ya. Bye.